Okay, here we go. I'm assuming there's just gonna be some kick-ass music. It's time for the podcast. It's time for the podcast. Danny and Tim are on the job. Hanging out with them is fun. It did those two words rhyme. They didn't. They didn't rhyme. None of them died. And now it's time for the Danny and Tim podcast hour, aka Singapore. That's right, we made it this far. We're continuing down this path of righteous fury where two old friends, Danny and Tim, get back together for just one more shot at glory <laughs> on Singalapur, the podcast. Today's episode is effing awesome. I don't want to curse for the sponsors. Um, shout out to M&M's. Um, we, have a, we have a wonderful episode for you today. Um, we kick it right off with our segment, How to Get Away with Murder Without Even Really Trying. Uh, it's part six. Um, and to cover up that we're actually talking about murder, this time we're couching it by talking about how to murder a zombie. Um, whoops. And, it still uh, counts. It still counts. And also, uh, we're talking about a guy we've, we messed around with how to get promoted to mayor. And also, on the episode today, we're going to be talking about this really smart parrot. Can you believe that you idiots sorry fans you just got called idiots <laughs> also on the podcast um that is the wikipedia is as uh, this parrot and then uh we'll talk about a mystery, mystery that i a uh, mi- mystery 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 mystery, 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 mystery. Um, that ex- that i experienced in my life probably the let's most start the podcast thing. to Singapore. Oh, fuck! I got... <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> Rage zombie! <laughs> oh, they're all right up! <laughs> Hell overflowed, and now there's fucking zombies. <laughs> Before we get into anything, this is me, ter- I, we were just casually talking, and then the episode starts, now I'm going nuts. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> Meg's just started getting I my partner, my life partner, Megan. You can call me your girlfriend. We're cutting this. <laughs> um, but anyway, I she she's all I said she said, "Should we watch World War Z?" I said, "No, you're you're not going to like that." And she said, "Isn't it just like about is it pr- kind of bright and sunny?" I was like, "No, it's about fucking hordes of zombies." Well, I thought it was zombies, <laughs> but don't say. Listen. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get out of the room because otherwise you're going to want to just keep chiming in. But here's the deal. Anyway, we watched the first 20 minutes of 28 days later. We watched the first 28 minutes of 28 days later. Wow. And she's she's hooked. Oh, okay. So she's going to go for the next 28 of the 20 28 days later. The she's going to go for I 28 said it's minutes not as later. Good at, <laughs> she'll yeah. I said it's not as good as the first 28. <laughs> anyway. Well, how would you get away with uh, murdering a zombie? How would I murder a zombie? Um, I'd wait till they were alone, loading groceries into their car. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I'm just getting cereal, man. 
Boom. Ugh. Choked from behind. Brainos. Brain. <laughs> my brainos. I gotta get home to my wife and kid. Die. Die, motherfucker. I'm a human. I'm evil. No. Well, you, I mean, you could get away with that pretty easily because they're, I don't. I don't think anyone would bat an eye. Most. I don't think the cops would be like, hey. That guy's killing that zombie. Arrest him. Wrong. <laughs> that guy's doing a service to society. <laughs> Promote him. <laughs> Promote. Mayor. Hey, what do you do for a living? <laughs> he just gets promoted in the town. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm running on a platform of I killed three zombies last summer. Woo! How many zombies did you fucking kill? Uh... Huh? Vote for me. I'm the opposition, and I um I think I'm going to bow out of the race. Exactly. I didn't kill any zombies. Uh, they're just too fast for me. Oh, we're talking rage zombies. Yeah, I I haven't seen any of the slow ones. I I suppose I should try a little <laughs> harder. I'm sorry. I apologize to my constituents. I'll try harder next uh, season. Hey, it's all right. You're going up against a decorated war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> a veteran, veteran. <laughs> <laughs> and here's your badge for crimes against humanity. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Damn, I had uh, no problems with my microphone this time. This cheap ass thing that I use. I don't know. Sometimes Excellent. it works. Sometimes it's I have to like hit it <laughs> like an old Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> that was something I don't know if you're still like this but this was something that I observed about you many years ago that you not not that I would hate things is, to no. try to fix them all the time <laughs> no you just I just saw how you like screwed the Myself cap on mostly. a water bottle no Dan no I just saw how you like screwed the cap on a water bottle you you're you just assume the world is a little bit more sturdy than it is sometimes you, you just screwed it on nice and good and tight. Yeah. And I would notice how you would, like, screw a screw in and all these things. And most shit is just fucking crazy cheap plastic and whatever, you know? Yeah. So, like, these microphones where you're like, why isn't the microphone working? God damn it. You know? It makes sense that it would piss you off. Because <laughs> in, your, in your mind, things should be quality. And I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, if but you that's pay... that's not how... And we're already into this. If you pay $50 for a microphone, then it should be quality. Thank you. <laughs> well, Dan, tell me, tell me about yourself. Um, I oh, okay. So, uh, what's you mean like what's been going on? Yeah, I mean like we should start the podcast at some oh, point. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> I uh, I'm doing the tech for uh, like a a, sh a show, and uh, we opened, and uh, then this last weekend got canceled because <laughs> me and a couple other people got COVID. COVID nineteen. <laughs> that's it. No, we got we got COVID. Well, uh, COVID uh, twelve. Code red. COVID COVID <laughs> code. We got code red Mountain Dew, <laughs> and uh, COVID blast. Yeah, yeah. But it autocorrected, and then the CDC was like, "Uh oh, you got a quarantine." <laughs> no, no, no. It's just SARS. I swear. <laughs> hey, remember when uh, SARS happened? Barely. <laughs> yeah, because Japan. Not like this. Because Japan just like put on masks, and they all like. Did the right thing and protected the world. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough COVID talk. 
Did we already talk about murder? Let's get in. We, we, yeah, we, we did murder. That's the end of that segment. Let's get sure. into it. Let's and get now, into wait. the podcast now. Okay, but <laughs> sure. But wait a minute. Hold on. Yes. How many murders are we in and how many did we promise Just, yeah. of tips for getting away with murder that we promised yeah. early on we were going to continue with? So, God, it's hard to give tips when you, when you really don't want to actually help people get away with murder. Yeah. But if you had to, I would say wear a different cologne on the day you do it. Yeah. That way, if anyone smells anything, it's a different person's smell. Oh, nice. No. Use, because uh, use, smell is a, is a strong sense memory. And so people are remembering. Sure, oh, exactly. he smelled like eau de Chamblay uh, from I'll Calvin Klein. I never forget. He smelled like eau de Chamblay <laughs> by Calvin Klein. I never forget. <laughs> I never forget the killer's face and his smell. He smelled like eau de Chamblay <laughs> by Calvin Klein. I never forget. His face looked like the bottle. Uh, his face looked like the bottle to me. <laughs> bottle. Oh, uh, your beard. Looks uh, like it's very well uh, coming along, even better than last time. Thank you. I actually trimmed it up a little oh, yeah. bit for an interview, and guess what? I've got a part-time job now. Ooh, what do you do? What? No news? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Starting on Tuesday, this coming week, I will be compiling educational documents into classes Ooh. online. Oh, nice. That sounds like something you need a uh, an actual college degree for. No. no, it's the kind of thing you need a control C and a control V button for. <laughs> do you copy? Do you and have paste. those those buttons though? Uh oh, fuck! I gotta buy a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Way underqualified. In your plan for the scheme of this show, you said you in what you wrote down. Boom. Item one. Welcome to Singapore. Item two. What was it? And can we please go there now? Oh. You can cut all the rest. Okay. <laughs> hey, do you want to edit the episode? I, you're breaking up. I can barely hear you. <laughs> I said, do do you want to edit the episode? Is that? Can you hear me? Ah, uh, we'll just we'll have to move on. <laughs> we'll just have to move on. I think. Cause one of these days. One of these days, I'm gonna have to. I don't know. I'll uh, maybe I'll be able to threaten you with murder. <laughs> By episode thirty, you'll throw all thirty tips. All thirty yeah. tips at you. <laughs> if we make it to thirty episodes, I'll edit the thirtieth episode. Oh man, it's gonna be a spectacular. It's gonna be like an event. <laughs> I think if we get to thirty and we're like, Switching. we finally <laughs> don't oh have God. to talk. We're not contractually yes. obligated to talk about murder. <laughs> God, the sponsors just want it so bad. By the way, sponsored by Milk. Milk, get your murder on. <laughs> um, Look, Dave, I'm not sure that the new uh, milk slogan is really hitting home with the customers. Uh, okay. Well, well, before we start the podcast, though, I wanted to say one more thing. Uh, yes. About your beard uh-huh. and your Bitmoji. Thank you. <laughs> You're... Or actually, I don't know if this is a compliment. Go well, ahead. Uh, no, just an observation. Um, well, no, I already complimented your beard. It looks very nice. Your Bitmoji reflects that. Thank you for that. And also, our Bitmojis look a lot Thank alike you. now. And also, the reason why I bring all of that up is because I discovered a new fun activity that anybody can do on their phone is editing Bitmojis to be <laughs> like whatever you want. Scribble on them and type it, other things on them, and, and uh, it's pretty easy to edit because... It's like a pretty uh, simple color palette and everything. Uh, I've made some pretty 
gross ones, some pretty gory ones, because that's what makes me laugh. Gore and murder. This, sound, and- this sounds amazing. <laughs> and I'm just receiving your texts now. <laughs> Wait a minute. These are fucking hilarious, Dan. <laughs> I'm looking at these right now for the first time. These are fucking hilarious, dude. I'm cracking my ass up. Uh, go ahead and take All that. All right, no, full take, disclosure, take that, Dan. Sent take me. that. Take that again and uh, do it with more, uh, more conviction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me see here. So, Dan, wait a minute. You're telling me you can edit these bit. Why don't you send me a few of these bit emojis that you Okay, there's a. T- there's a okay, let's let take. Let's take this got. again. There's a. There's like a tone in your voice that is really just. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not. I'm not buying it. It's like it's like you put on a you put on radio voice a little bit. Okay, true, it, true, true. Natu- all right, you, all right. Maybe do it off mic. Do you want me to actually do it? Okay. Do it off mic. This is an acting exercise, and I'm your director. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me see here. Yeah. Let me pretend like you actually sent these to me. Okay. Wait, you can edit bit mo- your bitmojis. Yeah. Wait. Here, let me let me uh, send them to you. Wait, I'm gonna take that again. I didn't believe myself. Okay. Here, hold on. Let me. Uh, yeah. Let me send them to you. <laughs> here, I'm gonna send them to you. Here we go. Go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm getting them now. Yeah, they're coming in. <laughs> Let me see here. Wait. Wait, you made this? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. These are so funny. Pretty good, huh? Wait, you made these? These are so funny. All right, take that last one again. That was that was too much. That was good. <laughs> no, that was real. That's how I acted when I got them. <laughs> nice. They were so funny. Oh, to me. okay. Nice. You're cracking my ass up. Um. Anyway, that was Dan, our you that was our some of these acting exercise segment. Our new segment that we're trying out: this... acting exercises. Can you be believable? I love this segment, by the yeah, way. Yeah, this segment's good, especially <laughs> if you're trying to uh, get away with murder. <laughs> you gotta. Gotta oh work on your yeah! It all comes skills. back. <laughs> yeah, Singapore, or how I learned to murder somebody and get away with it too. <laughs> um, yeah, this has been <laughs> the acting challenge. <laughs> Okay, and now it's time for our classic segment, Wikipedia, then mystery. The boys went away for the week. They went their separate ways for the week. Danny went on Wikipedia. Where did Tim go? We don't know. He went to a mysterious zone. Tim went to mystery, and Dan went to Wikipedia. It's the segment we all love. Wikipedia and mystery. I'll I'll edit my my bring at the end of that. I I was too early. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't have the lyrics in front of me, so I didn't know when the song was actually ending. It's okay. <laughs> Just maybe read the notes next time. <laughs> the show notes. <laughs> the spot, yeah. <laughs> All right, Tim. Here it is. Alex. I love this. Let's go. Alex was the subject of a thirty-year experiment by animal psychologist Irene Pepperberg, initially at the University of Arizona and later at Harvard University and Brandeis University. When Alex was about one year old, Pepperberg brought him a, to, uh, to a pet shop. 
The name Alex was an acronym for Avian Language Experiment or Avian Learning Experiment. He was compared to Albert Einstein and at two years old was correctly answering questions made for six-year-olds. Alex is a parrot. Before Pepperberg's work with Alex, it was widely believed in the scientific community that a large primate brain was needed to handle complex problems related to language and understanding. Birds were not considered to be intelligent, as their only common use of communication was mimicking and repeating sounds to interact with each other. However, Alex's accomplishments supported the idea that birds may be able to reason on a basic level and use words creatively. Pepperberg wrote that Alex's intelligence was on a similar on a level similar to dolphins and great apes. Holy shit. She also reported that Alex seemed to show the intelligence of a five-year-old human in some respects, and had not reached his full potential by the time he died. She believed that he possessed the emotional level of a two-year-old human at the time of his death. This is the story of Alex. <laughs> uh do you want to do you do you, you want to sometimes you you look these up this is amazing wait this is you found another gold one dan i, I love this yeah this is a, alex the parrot a good one wait alex the parrot alex last the parrot. words uh oh yeah he has when, some like wait. last words doesn't he i forget what he says should i say them or should we wait no no let's okay. wait so early life I just looked it up let's go yeah yeah go ahead oh and look God. it up there's some other cool things about like his training that i want to divert into but um anyways Early life, animal psychologist Irene Pepperberg brought Alex, uh, bought Alex at a pet store while working as a researcher at Purdue University. She believes that Alex may have had his wings clipped when he was young, which could have prevented him from learning to fly. Oh. Alex's training used a model-slash-rival technique, and I'm going to go ahead and click on that. This is interesting. The yeah, model-slash-rival technique involves two trainers— one to oh. give instructions and one to, to model correct <laughs> and incorrect <laughs> to give instructions and one to negate them. <laughs> uh, no, the uh, so the yeah one one person uh, is the instructor and then there's another person who models correct and incorrect responses, like is a model student for right. Yeah, and they kind of um, dress up like a bird. <laughs> All right, Alex. Uh, this is Tim. Uh, he's going to be your model student. Uh, Tim, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tim, Tim. Okay, Tim. This is a. It's a little too too believable. I poopied. Okay. <laughs> right. I made a bird poopy. <laughs> I wonder about like seriously. I wonder about shit. this technique where it's um, you know. If birds are learning by mimicry, then isn't sure. And like, if she's if she's trying to get the bird to be more and uh, 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 appear more intelligent, then wouldn't the bird be mimicking a student if that's the model? And it's not real intelligence; it's still just mimicry. Well, what is intelligence if not mimicry of learned behavior? Uh huh. Yeah. Wow, I think I'm I think I'm not intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not like you thought up these 
how to say these words on your own. You're mimicking how somebody else told you how to say these words. And now you're good at using them since you got them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't actually know where the where the line is, you know, because you learn you're just a fucking sponge as a from a young age. Yeah, where's the line? And then you use all that stuff and you combine it in different ways and everything to get through the world. Yeah. You know, that's all we're trying and to do. We're hungry. trying just, we're just trying to get through it, you know. Yeah, Jesus Christ, everybody <laughs> lay off. <laughs> we're just trying to get through it. Just trying to get through it, okay? Eat a few billionaires along the way. I don't have the intelligence of a bird. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's not true. You have the intelligence of at least a bird, not quite a whale. <laughs> at least a bird, not quite a whale. And you are uh, far from dolphin intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins, that's another thing. That I mean, this one this this one I stumbled upon not so randomly, too. Uh it's one of the first ones that I didn't actually randomly see. I just kind of saw it on uh, Reddit. Uh, so mm. um, I don't know if that's uh, good or bad for the podcast. I kind of broke the rules with this one. Whatever. Fuck the rules. Yeah, I think this is fine. Yeah, this is interesting stuff, bud. Our last our last episode, we like did a bunch of random ones, and we hated all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately love this one. The subject is a bird. The subject is learning. (laughs) The subject is intelligent. All these are things I like. If you guys know one thing about (laughs) Tim and Dan, it's that we love birds. I love a good bird. (laughs) A good bird. Who doesn't? Good bird. So, yeah, Alex is training. Uh, We'll just dive back into this. Alex's training used a model rival technique, and we kind of went over that. Um. Where, yeah, one of the trainer models the desired student behavior and is seen by the student as a rival for the other trainer's attention. The trainer and model slash rival exchange roles so the student can see that the process is interactive. Pepperberg reported that the that during times when she and an assistant were having a conversation and made mistakes, Alex would correct them. What a smart bird. <laughs> <laughs> grammar error grammar error <laughs> Alex the grammar Nazi <laughs> he became something of a this grammar technique Nazi. helped Pepperberg succeed with uh, Alex where other scientists had failed in facilitating two-way communication with parrots in later years Alex sometimes assumed the role of one of Pepperberg's assistants by acting as the model and rival in helping to teach a fellow parrot in the lab Alex sometimes practiced words when he was alone. I mean, that's a sign of, of real intelligence. Where if he's he can learn that and then apply it as a, as a, as a uh, you know, a model uh, as a as bird. a teacher as a bird, <laughs> apply it as a bird. <laughs> <laughs> this bird yeah, really right? knows Isn't how that... to apply these this these skills as a bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this Alex is really smart for a bird. <laughs> Accomplishments. Pepperberg did not claim that Alex could use language, instead saying that he used a two-way communication code. That's language. (laughs) Listing Alex's accomplishments in 1999, Pepperberg said he would identify 50 different objects and recognize uh, quantities up to six, that he could distinguish (laughs) seven colors and five shapes, 
and understand the concept of bigger, smaller, same, and different. And that he was learning over and under. Mm. So, you know, he could trade stocks. <laughs> Bulls say. Alex passed it. Buy. Bears say. Sell. Amazon stock. Amazon. <laughs> oh, fuck, I gotta buy Amazon. Alex said it. Brazil wins the World Cup. Oh, move over, octopus guy. I forget what it was. It's like this uh this uh video daily video of like a an old pug that uh I forget the name of the pug, but they would stand the the pug this old pug up in their bed and if he stayed standing then it was gonna be a bones day and then if he laid <laughs> down then it was a no bones day. And it was like people treated it kinda like a horoscope. Uh like uh-huh. like if it's a no bones day, just chill out. I mean, you're fine. If it's a bones day, go out there and kill it, you know? <laughs> Whoa, I love that. Yeah. Um what made me think of that? Uh oh just Oh yeah, like... down here. Suicide cult. <laughs> when the dog finally died. <laughs> there was a mass suicide. So Alex passed increasingly difficult tests measuring whether humans have achieved uh, Piaget's substage six object permanence. Excuse me? Yeah. Oh, wait, here we go. Uh, Piaget. Alex showed surprise and anger when confronted with a non-existent object or <laughs> one different from what he had been led to believe was hidden during the tests. Magic. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's a magic I'd be trick. Fucking pissed. <laughs> That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Don't do that to me. Don't pull the wool over my eyes. This is fucked. Alex <laughs> Alex had a vocabulary of over 100 words. That's That's a lot. But was exceptional in that he appeared to have understanding of what he said. For example, when Alex was shown an object and asked about its shape, color, or material, he could label it correctly. He could describe a key as a key, no matter what its size or color, and could determine how the key was different from others. Looking at a mirror, he said, What color? And learned the (laughs) word gray after being told gray six times. (laughs) Alex, gray, 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 gray. Got it. He's a genius. He's a genius. (laughs) This made him the first and only non-human animal to have ever asked a question, let alone an existential one. Apes, who have been trained to use sign language, have so far failed to ever ask a single question. (laughs) 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 Fucking apes. Selfish. I don't know. I I have a feeling that an ape has signed, can I has banana? (laughs) Nah, ape just says, give banana. Give banana. Yeah, oh yeah, it's just all statements, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Alex's ability to ask questions as well as to answer to Pepperberg's questions with his own questions is documented in numerous articles and interviews. Alex was said to have understood the turn-taking of communication and sometimes the syntax used in language. He called an apple a binary. (laughs) Wow. What a smart bird. He just called that apple a binary. That bird is so smart. Um, it's cute. What? A binary, which is a linguist friend, uh, which is a linguist linguist friend of Pepperberg's, thought to be a combination of 
banana and cherry, two fruits he was more familiar with. Oh, so he, oh, I get it. So he saw an apple for the first time, and since he only knew bananas or cherries, he called it a banary. Banary. <laughs> I mean, nah, that's. I think this is. Eh, you and I kind of, yeah, that's, I think maybe okay. you and I differ on that one. I, th- I think that one's amazing. You think that's amazing? I think that he kind of just said some weird shit. <laughs> He probably said, and they were like, did he just combine banana and cherry for apple? I don't know. Alex could add to a limited extent, correctly (laughs) giving the number of, (laughs) correctly giving the number of similar objects on a tray. Pepperberg said, and it's fun to say the word, the name Pepperberg. It is. Try it out. Pepperberg. Oh, wait, that's even more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. For the viewers at home, go ahead and say Pepperberg out loud wherever you are Pepperberg, at Pepperberg. full volume. <laughs> <laughs> Pepperberg. Uh, sir, this is a Wendy's. Pepperberg. <laughs> uh, Pepperberg said that if he could not count, the data could be interpreted as his being able to estimate quickly and accurately the number of something uh, better than humans can. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> when he was tired of being tested, he would say, want to go back? <laughs> Meaning he wanted to go back to his cage. And in general, he would request where he wanted to be taken by saying, want to go, dot, dot, dot. Want to go movies, um, jackass four. And protest if he was taken to a different place and sit quietly when taken to his preferred spot. Licorice pizza. <laughs> jackass four. Want to go jackass four. Alex, Alex, you're not old enough to get into Jackass 4. It's rated R. Jackass (laughs) 4! Benary. (laughs) It's a combination of uh, of, um, binary and... um, and, um, This parrot understands binary. binary. (laughs) (laughs) He's a supercomputer. Supercomputer. Um... He was not trained to say where he wanted to go, but picked it up from being asked where he would like to be taken. If the researcher displayed irritation, Alex tried to diffuse it with the phrase, I'm sorry. Oh, what <laughs> That's the fuck? Cute. If you said, Who would ever be irritated at a bird? It's just a fucking bird. If you said, Want a banana? But was offered a nut instead, he stared in silence. <laughs> <laughs> Want a banana? Oh, here you go. He would clear his throat and turn away. (laughs) Look into the the mirror and say, who am I dealing with? (laughs) Who are these idiots? Another day, another bunch of idiots. Banana, Uh, (laughs) dumbass. He would stare. He would stare in silence, um, ask for the banana again, or take the nut and throw it at the researcher, or otherwise display annoyance <laughs> before requesting the <laughs> item again. <laughs> when asked questions in the context of research testing, he gave the correct answer approximately eighty percent of the time. That's a solid B minus. Yeah, solid B minus. That I mean, and Einstein got all C's in school, so. 
Once Alex yeah. was given <laughs> Once Alex was given several different colored blocks, two red, three blue, and four green, similar to the picture above. Sorry, listeners. Uh <laughs> I'll post it. Just imagine um, exactly what they wrote, and that's what's in the picture, plus <laughs> yeah. a bird. Yeah. I'll, I'll post it to Instagram. Pepperberg asked him, what color What color three? Expecting to say blue. However, as Alex had been asked this question before, he seemed to have become uh, bored. He answered, five. This kept occurring until Pepperberg said, fine, what color five? Alex replied, none. What? This was said to suggest that parrots, like humans, get bored. Sometimes Alex answered the questions incorrectly despite knowing the correct answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's this time, doing this on purpose. See, when we take down this data, we're just going to say that he's saying the incorrect answer because he's bored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Preliminary research also seems to indicate that Alex, Alex could carry over the concept of four blue balls of wool, wool on a tray mm-hmm. to four, <laughs> four notes from a piano. Uh, Pepperberg was also training him to recognize the symbol four as spelled out for F O U R. Um, Alex also showed some comprehension of personal pronouns. He used different language when referring to himself or others, indicating a concept of I and you. That's that's pretty And wild. I owe you, as in, these nuts ain't free, bird. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me the amount of which the nuts cost. And nuts ain't cheap, bozo. So you're getting a banana today. Banana. Fuck. Want cashew? Alex has no money. Alex can't pay. Alex can't pay. How about you let Alex... Alex lives here free. Alex is an experiment. (laughs) Must feed Alex. (laughs) Have no choice. swear to God I'll fucking... You have no choice. I swear to God I'll fucking die on you right here. (laughs) I want a banana or I'll starve. Hunger protest. Get that nut out of my face. Alex learned the phrase hunger protest early on and would use it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In 2005, Pepperberg reported that Alex understood the concept of zero. He's done it. If asked the difference between two objects, he also answered that. But if there was no difference between the objects, he said none, which meant that he understood the concept of nothing or zero. In July 2006... Pepperberg discovered that Alex's perception of optical illusions was similar to human perception. Pepperberg was training Alex to recognize English graphemes in the hope that he would conceptually relate an English written word with the spoken word. He could identify sounds made by two-letter combinations such as SH or and OR. Okay. Interesting. Alex's death on <laughs> September 6, 2007. Aww. That was right after 9-11. <laughs> I mean, roughly. A couple years September after. September 6, <laughs> 2007. At age 31. Oh. That seems like a surprise. Came as a, yeah, his death came as a surprise. Are you reading this? Well, yeah. I'm actually reading it directly along with you. All right. Awesome. 
as the average lifespan for a gray parrot in captivity is 45 years. So that was surprising. His last words, You be good. I love you. See you tomorrow. Were the same words that he would say every night when Pepperberg left the lab. Aw. That is so... That's Alex the parrot. Oh my god. You be good. I love you. Planning on having a heart attack at 3 a.m. See you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Alex. He understood object permanence, including his own. <laughs> <laughs> Gone tomorrow. Gone tomorrow. No, Alex. Here tomorrow. No. Me. Gone. No, I'm... Tomorrow. Uh, okay, he's Stupid just giving us bird. wrong answers again. <laughs> he must be bored. <laughs> He must be bored. Give him a banana. <laughs> he's saying he's dying. Go. I'm dying. <laughs> dying. Serious timeline. Get all your good experiments in. Dying soon. He he's out of his mind. We lock him up. <laughs> <laughs> Put a straight jacket on him. He's crazy. <laughs> so that was Wikipedia. We learned all about Alex the wonderful parrot. I'm curious, I mean, gosh, I'm sure there's tons of reading about apes and their intelligence level, because I've seen some videos of Coco the gorilla, whatever, yeah. it, sign languaging and stuff, and it seems pretty communicative, yeah. to be honest. Oh, yeah. Um, there's got to be anyway, some some type of I intelligence, know. you know, that like... Sure. Whether or not you can compare sure. it to human intelligence is whatever, but it's some type of intelligence. Sure. I also think, I mean, like, you know, every living thing is designed to be in the world in, or designed, designed through evolution to be in the world in a way that makes sense to that thing. So an ape doesn't need to do trigonometry because that's not part of an ape's world, you know? Yeah. And no one, and, and no one who learns trigonometry in school ever uses it ever again, so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah, I think apes but, actually. Yeah. Hey, honey, that. can we not do water when I'm on podcast? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll just die of thirst. You've been drinking water like a damn whale. Tim's mystery today for this episode is getting mad at his partner. The mystery is why would he get so mad at someone he loves so much? Isn't that the mystery for all of us? Hmm. Any weasels? Wait, what were we saying? Oh, anyway. Yeah, but, like, you know, an ape is a genius at knowing how to fucking climb a tree with arms and legs. You you wouldn't call us stupid for not knowing how to do that, just like you... I don't think you can call an ape stupid for not knowing trigonometry. Yeah, and you can't call a goldfish stupid for not being able to climb a tree. Exactly. It's just a different set of criteria. Yeah. You know? And even then, within the human race, like... You know, certain people are good at certain things and bad at other things, and it's all about how their life has gone and what they were, how they were raised and the experiences they had or didn't have. What are or, you? What are you best you know, at, and what are you worst at? I'm best at. That's a really hard question. Yeah. To ask, unless you've got an easy answer. No, I don't. I don't want you to ask it back at me. <laughs> I know. No one does. <laughs> what are you? Be- what am I yeah. best at? I think I'm actually best at. And I'm not comparing myself to others, but just... Just to God. And this is maybe just to God. <laughs> but um, I think I'm best at 
One of my one of my best skills is understanding a game quickly and the best route toward a desired outcome. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can pick up a new game pretty quick and get a desired outcome pretty quick. That's one of my better skills. Possibly my best skill. What am I worst at? No. Was that your what other you, question? Yeah, what are you worst at? Did you hear that? <laughs> Did you hear Meg's in the other room? <laughs> no. She yelled out cleaning. Oh, dang. See, but we're talking about, see, I'm a goldfish and she is a gorilla because her criteria is different than mine. You see? Uh-huh. <laughs> a goldfish doesn't need to do the dishes. Yeah. You know? You're just not intelligent enough to. Fuck. You have a different intelligence than no, no. than dish doing. I, a different intelligence. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Fuck. I gotta be better at cleaning. <laughs> what am I actually worst at? I don't know. I guess worst implies like, well, I'm probably, you know, a pretty horrible, you know, professional piano pianist or something. <laughs> You know, but it, I guess, I guess the part of the question is then is actually like, what am I trying to do that I'm not good at? You know what I mean? And that would probably be like empathizing with my enemies. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually pretty good at that anyway, but maybe you're, maybe you're uh, the worst at figuring out what you're worst at. Oh, that's nice. In this job interview, I will be avoiding the question. <laughs> In such a way that seems I'm still good to hire. <laughs> what is what's one of your worst qualities? Well, I guess I just love working too much sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Tim, did you have a mi- mystery, or uh, is the mystery that you don't yeah. have a mystery? <laughs> the mystery today is a story that you've actually heard, Ooh. but we can. We can tell it again because the listeners at home probably haven't heard it, um, and and it's a short one. I, I actually have one that you haven't heard, but it's a longer one, and maybe not for this podcast, but for the next one, I'll use it. Anyway, today's mystery comes at a time that I was in college, and a mysterious thing happened to me, and I've worked out the probably the best solution that I could, um, and it makes some sense. But it was still quite strange when it happened to me, and I don't really have 100% certainty with what it was. So in college, I used to drive home, which was about a seven-hour drive from Southern California to Northern California, and about seven and a half hours. And um, I, I was driving this route on Highway 5, which is the main highway from Southern to Northern California. And I had a friend in the car, actually, who was going to the same college as me. And I was taking them home uh, at this time. Shout out to Trevor. Um, and we were both in the car. And we were just outside of Sacramento, actually. And um, all of a sudden, it was it was like twilight hours. It was becoming dark. It was... I don't know what seven or eight at night. It was it was just just about fully dark, almost fully dark, and we're driving under an overpass when all of a sudden, out of the night sky, a giant 
What do I want to call it? It was a giant... I couldn't really see a giant pair of plane wings? Like, like a stealth bomber looking thing? Huge plane wings swoops out of the night sky along the top of the overpass, spins around instantaneously mid-air, turns on its lights, like floodlights, onto the bridge, floats slowly across the bridge with the floodlights on, turns them off, and shoots into the distance. Uh, I, I know what that was. Go ahead. It's just some aliens who are like, whoa, check out that bridge down there. Let's go check it out. Go, 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 go. And then they were like, oh, it's just an overpass. Just a bridge. Let's go. <laughs> but it was crazy. I, it, I wanted... So it was like a pair of wings. Did it look like a, I'm picturing like a boomerang. Yeah. I think it was, I think that's how it looked. It was like, it how, was like as if you big, had a Boeing. Big... It was like a Boeing 737, but without the middle part, I think. It was just Whoa. the wings, kind of, from what I could see. And it swooped over the bridge and then flipped midair, flipped around the other way, and then turned on its lights and slowly scanned the bridge. And now, keep in mind, this is also just in, in just a few seconds this was happening because I'm driving yeah. down the freeway at like 70 miles an hour or whatever. So it's like... This event was from one overpass to the next. I was just seeing this happen. Um, me and all the other cars on the road that were, like, right next to me. And then it zoomed away from, like, zero to however hundreds of miles an hour it was going. Um, which is also oh, apparently extremely difficult in aviation to be going from hovering to super fast. I think that's really this hard is, to do. This um, is really good mystery material. That's what I was one. I was thinking for today's episode. I was like, "What's a big mystery in my life at any point?" And that's the one that came to mind. I yeah. think. I mean, my best guess was that it was something from a military air force base nearby. But I have yeah. no idea why it was at that bridge at that time, turning on its searchlights like that onto a car or something. I they were don't just making sure know. that kids weren't doing drugs on that bridge. Yes. Hey, kids, I knock it off. I don't know what it was, and I don't think there's ever going to be an explanation. I, I, we'd have to get Trevor's telling of the story as well, because I think almost immediately he had different details than me. But um, uh -huh. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I've asked him about that before, and it's, it's I mean, it's basically the same <laughs> story. It was crazy. I, I don't get it. What was that? How did it do that? Uh, <sighs> My dad was uh, like, yeah. my dad was like, yeah, that's pretty hard to do to go from zero to really fast and to hover like that. I don't know. Who knows? Probably. Yeah. Probably some military tech, something like that. Could be aliens. <laughs> who knows? You know, I don't know. Viewers at home, go ahead. And, and for our letters segment, so far we've had no letters for the letters segment that we've been asking for <laughs> every week. We've been asking for you guys to write in letters, oh, great. stories. Hey, you can. You can uh, you can email us at singalapur at gmail dot com s i n g a l a p u r at gmail dot com singalapur tell us at what... gmail dot com yeah tell us tell us what this was what was it tell us what it was and please we've been asking weekly for your submissions please. <laughs> 
we gotta go we absolutely do wow perfect timing it's actually been a basically a full hour go ahead and chop this down to 30 minutes cut out basically the fir- first full part cut right into alex and cut the rest <laughs> okay cool great suggestions how about you get on that <laughs> yep go ahead and get on that listeners if you like to edit po- po- <laughs> podcasts go ahead and email singalapur if you would like Tim to edit one of these episodes, go ahead and write in to singalapur at gmail.com. You can find us at singalapur podcasts at Instagram, singalapur at uh, Twitter. Uh, Tim is totally Tim Lol. Singalapur on Twitch. Well, we're not on Twitch. Tim's totally Tim Lol on, on Twitch. I'm Disdanny on Come Instagram. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and uh, thanks yeah. uh, for... Who do we have any thank yous? <laughs> <laughs> no. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Big shout out to my comedy group, Cigarette Sandwich. Follow them on all social media platforms. And a huge shout out yeah. to the special guest in the background. You may have heard her pouring some water at a weird God time. Damn it! It's Megs. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, this has been Singapore. The guys are on Singapore, and the podcast starts today. You never know where it's gonna go. The ramblings of lunatics. They're talking about killing, they're talking about aliens. What the hell's their podcast? Joe Rogan. <laughs> Until next time. Singapore. 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 Oh uh, yeah, Tim, we have to read a bunch of uh, of, of this uh, copy for the ads. Uh, just say Singapore mm-hmm. in a bunch of different ways. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Singalapur. Okay. And the next one? From the makers of Singalapur. It's Singalapur. Very good. Go, just keep going down the list. Singalapur, Mr. Potter. <laughs> That's that for the uh, Harry Potter affiliates that we're, uh, we're, we have a <laughs> deal with, uh, what is it, Paramount or whatever. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Um, There's just so many affiliates that we're affiliated who with. Fucking cares. All the affiliates. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All the fucking affiliates. Oh yeah, uh, M and M's, Singapore M and M's. They're making a new hornier M and M's flavor, Singapore flavor. <laughs> the affiliates. Uh, it's super green. It's really green. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually the color of Singapore on uh, Google Earth. What's another good affiliate? Singalapur is brought to you by the letter P. <laughs> P, as in poor. The the last syllable in Singalapur. Singalapur. <laughs>